everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate lip clash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I didn't fight a secret war in Nicaragua so you could walk the streets of freedom bad-mouthing Lady America in your damn mirrored sunglasses. <laughs> your side of the table is Dr. Scientist. I'm a vampire. I live for 2,000 years and I drink blood. Oh, shit, I fucked up again. I'll hypnotize the world. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say... But there's just one thing you don't know about me. I've got 29 dog shits in my pockets. What egg was 48? Welcome to Plotty Time. That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. We gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for pain. In the no, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of Plotty Time. How's everybody doing out there? Good? Fantastic. Yeah, all right. Are you asking the people listening? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know sure. Just kind of anybody who's listening. Say it out loud, guys. It wasn't me. <laughs> all right. With that extremely smooth intro we just <laughs> did, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week. What are we playing? What are we watching? What are we doing? And we'll start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what's going on with you? Uh, What did I watch, you asked? Mm, I did. In there. Well, I did watch the uh, first episode of the new season of Futurama. Oh, shit. Forgot Ooh. about that, too. It's all right. It's Futurama. Same vibes, at least? Yeah. I... Do they explain about the last episode? Yeah. Do they? Okay. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if Zoidberg was a little underrepresented, but Oof. basically uh, Fry makes a vow to watch every episode of everything ever. Oh, nice. So... Well, I mean, also, it's just one episode. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's your drama. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. All right. Okay. Uh, everybody go watch it. I also watched the entire series of a show called Blood Ride. Blood, blood Ride? Ride? Yeah. Do I know this? Is that the one where they have to feed blood to the cars? No. Oh. Maybe it's the name of something that happens, but it's not one. It's blood car, I thought. <laughs> it's, it was on Netflix. It was one season. It was like a, a horror anthology kind of thing. Oh, nice. And it's like... These people are on a bus that's kind of going somewhere and they're telling stories of how they got to this spectral kind of thing. And they're each kind of like a purgatory. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Cool. And it's kind of they're kind of cool horror y type still shows. I think it's Scandinavian. I could be wrong, but it's decent. You should watch it. Nice. Maybe I will. I'll probably forget about it. Yeah, you will. You won't, you won't write it down and you won't you will never say it again. Unless season two comes out and I talk about it, you'll be like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You got me, dude. <laughs> I just, I thought of one the other day that you watched Dr. Scientist. Uh, what was the one where they're like in a plane uh, trying to like outpace the sun because uh, it was killing everybody? Night Flyers? Is that what it's called? Uh, that might be the one in space. I, I know which one you're talking about, though. They have to keep landing and refueling and leaving before the sun comes up. Mm -hmm. Why is the sun like super hot? It's, yeah, it's some kind like, of pathogen or something that when you get in the sun, it kills you. Okay. Interesting. Something like that. Yeah. That's Norwegian. Well, no, it's, oh, it's head Scandinavian. Yeah. I, it kind of messed me up. I didn't know it was one word. So I was looking for it. I'm like, what the fuck is oh, this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Watch it. All right. And I also watched the first couple episodes of, I think it's a Korean show called Delete. Delete? Yeah. This It starts with this, uh, in the first episode, this woman's in like a grocery store and this, she comes up to, and this other woman comes up to her and is like, here's my phone. Take a picture of me. And she's like, all right, mm -hmm. whatever. 
So she takes a picture of her and the girl she takes a picture of is disappears and is gone. And she figures out that whoever you take a picture of with this phone disappears. That sounds very. Why would this, did this girl know before she gave her the. Yes. Oh, (laughs) she did it on purpose. It was like a suicide. type. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. sounds kind of like in the realm of death note, like in there somewhere. I don't know. No one else saw that but me. Okay. Is that the one we write it in a book? It sounds similar. Yeah, you just write in a book. Of how they you die. write in a book and then they die, yeah. I got the gist of it. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's with a, it's with a phone camera. And like her husband's cheating on her and she's cheating on her. It's kind of a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I only got a couple of us in. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that one called? Uh, Delete. Delete. Okay. I believe that's also on Netflix. Oh, God. A bunch of Netflix. Damn, dog. And um, I watched, the last thing I watched this week was a movie on Plex. Okay. The Little Mermaid. Get the hell out. No, no kidding. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm, I'm going to assume it's the new one. Yeah, it's a new about. one. Yes. Okay. I mean, if you like the the cartoon one, you're going to like this one. All right. I have uh, several of those classic Disney cartoons on Blu-ray just because they looked so amazing when they transferred them to Blu-ray. Yeah. But that's one I have to revisit. I haven't seen Little Mermaid in, oof. The original 20 one? years? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the original one. Or the story. Well, I'd like to see the remake. I enjoyed the remake of The Lion King. That was, that was good. Yeah, and this one's nice. I... Aquafina plays Scuttle. Well, you probably don't remember who Scuttle is. Don't know who Aquafina is. And uh, <laughs> she digs who plays Sebastian. It's it's pretty good. All right. If I'm ever okay. in the mood for a yeah. kid movie. If you ever, yeah, you'll never see it. <laughs> Papa Scotch might. But. I thought about it the other day, but. So is it like the same story as the cartoon? Yeah. Kind of like The Lion King was? It's exactly the same like story as the cartoon. Okay. Same music and everything? Yeah. Same songs. Just what were the big under the sea and uh, well, part of your sea. world and kiss the girl a whole new world oh kiss the girl I forgot about that one too yeah it's There's some bangers on there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> wow hell okay. yeah man I got the soundtrack on vinyl that'd be so I, ooh, I wonder that'd if that be sweet. that'd be sweet actually <laughs> it's probably out there yeah and uh, the last thing I did this week I actually booted up my PS4 whoa yeah and I played the first I don't know half third of uh. The Suicide of Rachel Foster. Really? Okay. Is that a walking sim? I thought you played it, Papa Scotch. The Suicide of Rachel Foster? At least started it. Yes, it, it's kind of walking sim-ish, yes. What's that one? Edith Finch. I played that That's one. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's a great game. But uh, it's it starts as a story of you. your dad died and he left you a hotel out in the middle of the Montana fucking nothing. And you get stuck in a snowstorm and you're stuck there by yourself. Uh, so it's like the shinning. Sort of. And... Oh, this looks creepy. And uh, yeah, like it's falling apart and you kind of like start looking into what happened to Sarah Foster because it's, it's a thing that happened in your childhood and you're trying to figure out exactly what happened. Oh, neat. It's a, uh, well, it's on undertones of like abuse and stuff. But oh, not neat. Not sorry. neat, yeah. <laughs> but it's all right so far. I got I got through the first like maybe half of it. Maybe I'll feel No, I never played this oh, one. I thought, I'm interested I though. I you said you did. But like there, there was also, I got to a part where like you find out that a ghost team came there one time and uh, they got so creeped out they left and some of their equipment's still there and you're watching the video and stuff. And huh. Awesome. You know how we love ghost hunts going wrong. Yeah. And you're, and you're stuck in the middle of a, a snowstorm by yourself. So it's kind of a little spooky like that. Just Google that one of the first thing is it's a YouTube video that says the most disgusting game I ever played. I don't know. What Probably because that's abuse. Probably. I, I didn't find anything really gross or disgusting so far. Like Offensive maybe. Oh, uh, Maybe. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. People, people. Well, let us know if you find that juice, Dr. We're going to have to hear about it. I mean, it'll be a pretty big turn from where I got to so far. But it's not impossible. I I mean, I've seen other things happen like that. Crazier things have happened, right? But maybe I'll finish it this week if I get some time. What about about you, Papa Scotch? What'd you play, watch, do? What's going on with you? Thanks for asking. 
Um, so starting with what I played, I finished my second playthrough of uh, oh. Shadow Warrior. Oh, nice. Did you play it on is, yeah, normal? Is, just normal? Yeah, just normal. Is it a new game plus or do you have to start all over? New game plus. Because mm. there was trophies for like upgrading all your weapons and all your powers and all your skills or whatever. I guess there were two different things. You gonna you gonna numb it? No, I don't wanna I don't wanna. I just don't want to. Oh what? He's all grossed up. Even a up. game he likes? He's all grossed up. I would have forgiven it if it was a game he liked like this. But. You have to beat it on Heroic, uh, and from what I hear, it's super cheap. So I'm like, I'm not going to go through it. I have another game I wanted to get started, which was Elden Ring, which I did start. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Did you get past the first thing? Like, enemy? No, I'm, st- I'm still in the tutorial. <laughs> I've, I've killed all the tutorial enemies. But, um, so... I'd heard about or played games where similar things happens where there's like notes from other people on the floor. Yeah. You can read them and sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I found that out (laughs) real fast. (laughs) So you start the game you're in, I guess what's like a blown out church or monastery or something. It's destroyed. Right. You walk out and I'm like, look, I've played games like this. I got to search around the church, even though that's clearly not the the way out. (laughs) So I go around to the side. Like you leave the first door, you go to the right. Uh huh. And there's like four notes on the ground and I click on them and every one, someone just goes to the side in this little alcove and just jumps off the side of the building. And the first one, I'm like, that's clearly someone fucking with me that just wants me to kill myself. Right. And then I went to a second one and they did the same motion. I'm like, maybe there is a secret. (laughs) So guess what? I jumped and fucking died. (laughs) And that was my experience with Elden Ring so far. I got th- I got a little bit further. I got this tutorials. I maybe only put like a half hour into it so far. But just if you get out of the church, that's the end of the tutorials, man. Well, there's like a path down and caves you're going through. Yeah, yeah. And they still show you like how to parry and and do all this stuff. And I'm almost through that section. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get very far yet. Um, I'm having a hard time with it. I'm not. It's not jiving with me yet. It's not captivating it, me. It, but I'm gonna keep going for a while. It is. A little difficult if you've never played another Souls game to yeah, it's its own type of thing. Get into the rhythm of it. I gotta give it like a real shot. Like I can't just play it like this and be like, Well, I didn't like it. It's like it's been a half hour. Come on. Did you I mean do you start with a shield? Yes. Right. I am a uh vagabond is my type of character. Okay. Um I'm a I guess woman with a huge pink beard. <laughs> nice. And my name is Himbo Plimpton. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> So, you know, that's the energy I'm bringing to Elden Ring. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, call off of work and play it all day on Monday. I got to get into it first. Yeah. Don't try to kill just... people who are friendly to you either. Yeah. Okay. That's good advice. <laughs> yeah. How do uh, invasions work in that game? Should you play offline? Uh, I think it's level based. So, oh, okay. I mean, I don't think you can. That's nothing to worry about until you can beat a couple things. Yeah. All right. Are invasions like destiny style things that happen on the map that are like no, multiplayer, but this not is like people can just come into your game and just fuck you up. Try and kill. No, I don't like that. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it takes a while into the game before you can even get. Invaded. You can also get people to help you. That's team. Yeah. There's a whole thing about it. You know, don't worry about it yet. Just try to play it. <laughs> it's just the game community, man. I, I've had instances where people have come into my game and just completely sabotage me. And LOL then left. And I've had games where people came in like, I got you, bro. And they just completely saved me. I have no idea what to think anymore. It's like a mixed bag. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I guess I'll keep taking that chance. They should Why have not? reputation systems. Yeah. Like someone can give you thumbs up. Oh, that was good. That would that. get abused anyway. Yeah. They, people yeah, just well, thumbs up the stupid 
messages that tell you to jump off the side too. Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I died. I figured it was like literally seconds into the game. So I'm like, if I died, I'll, I'll just start the whole thing over. Yeah. Yeah. And I died and they put me, they, the thing went across the screen. I see in all the memes, it says you die. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you I'll keep giving it a shot. Blood stain instead of a message. Well, that's probably what it was. Maybe. I assumed it was like that. I saw like the ghost yeah, run yeah. off the side. If he, Several of them. Those are just people who died. The red ghost. Well, well now I know. <laughs> <laughs> so if I see a red ghost that immediately die, I'm like, okay, don't do what they do. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. So I also watch stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to start with, have you guys seen it yet? They clone Tyrone? No, I've been thinking about it. I'm not exactly sure yeah, if I want to see it or not. I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. Is it a movie or a show? It's a movie. All right. Uh, basically, the concept is... Uh, there's there's three main characters. There's John Boyega, who is like a drug dealer, um, kind of like the tough guy on the block, not like a major player, but not like a street level guy, you know. Okay. And then you've got uh, Jamie Foxx, who plays a pimp. Of course. <laughs> and then you've got one of his uh, one of his sex workers, I suppose we call it, who is a crazy like aspirational, like wants to leave, like wants to make something of themselves. And this this event happens where John Boyega goes to get money that's owed to him he gets shot and killed in a parking lot and then the next day he wakes up and goes through the same motions of the day and i i thought we were going to do like a groundhog day situation yeah you know what i mean and then it, he's like going through a groundhog day motion and then he meets up with jamie fox and jamie fox is like dude i just fucking saw you die i saw you get shot six times what the fuck is going uh... on so then you go to uncover what's going on Okay. And it's it's like uh we've all seen Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. The one with the telemarketer and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people. The Keith Stanfield. So it's kind of in the same vein as that. It'd be a great double feature, but it doesn't get that fucking crazy weird sci fi. Mm-hmm. Like that movie got real weird. This doesn't get that weird. Okay. Well, that sounds neat. But it's still sci fi. I liked it. I thought it was really great. John Boyega was great. Jamie Foxx is fucking hilarious. He's fantastic <laughs> nice. in that role. And it's just them kind of like odd coupling it. There's humor in it. It's it's very serious. There's like sci fi stuff. Kiefer Sutherland shows up. What? Yeah, it's a weird movie. <laughs> I suggest it. I think it's cool. Right, there's cool. not there's not many movies like it. Right. And then we watched um three movies, which I one I liked, the other two I didn't care for. Have anybody has anybody seen nineteen twenty two? Uh, the show? The movie. Is that the one with the war? No. No. That's one where it's like in the Midwest. Yeah. It's obviously takes place in 1922. Yeah. I, I believe I've seen that. It's Stephen King. I Yes. It's Stephen King. Yeah. I've seen that. And it's, uh, oh God, why am I blanking on his name? Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. It's, it's him like working on the farm. It's 1922. It's a, it's a tough country. Um, his son is helping him out a lot. And his wife, he can't stand her, and they eventually he eventually kills her, and his son helps bury her, mm-hmm. and then he's kind of like haunted by this. Yeah, wow. For years, Stephen right. King. What do you think yeah. of it? I thought it was okay. Like I didn't love it. Um, I'm not in a rush to watch it again. I thought Thomas Jane was great, he, like playing a great asshole. Everything. Yeah, he like yeah he is the mist. He was great in that. Fucking. He was even a Punisher. Yeah, I was gonna say the Punisher. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking of. He's he was great in Hung. Do you guys ever watch that show? Hung. <laughs> yeah, I saw a yeah. little bit of it. Not. I mean, he's fucking great in it. He plays like a big dummy. It's pretty great. All right. Uh, but nineteen twenty two was fine. If you want to watch Thomas Jane, go watch Hung. Oh, he's also there in the go. Expanse. Don't forget. Oh yes. That's right. He's in. Yeah, he's great in that. Oh yeah, he is. All the characters are great in that. And that's a great show. I wish watch that too. 
So if the Stephen King 1922 murder drama thing with not nearly as many supernatural ghosts as you think are going to be in it, if that sounds interesting to you, check this out. If you want to check out anything else, Thomas Jane, uh, we just named a bunch. The Mist, yeah. uh, The Punisher, Expanse. Expanse. <laughs> I almost blanked. I got it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched uh, another movie. I randomly clicked on it. I think it was on Shudder, maybe. Twisted Metal? Have you guys sure. heard of Sorry About the Demon? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> that, sounds odd. that sounds great. Well, I didn't. Maybe Chumslap did. <laughs> so it's, uh, it was definitely a low-budget movie. It was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad. It was fine. But it was about a kid who he's in, like, this customer service job taking calls about toothpaste, and he's, like, stuck in a rut, and he doesn't want to leave his job. And then he misses a dinner with his girlfriend that he lives with. And she's like, you got to tell me why. And he's like, oh, you know, the work was so important. And he's like baking cakes at the same time. It's weird. She dumps him. He has to find somewhere to live. He goes to this house because he finds it for real cheap to rent. But the fact is that the house has a demon in it. And the demon tried to get into and possess the younger daughter of that family. Hmm. But they were like, hey, demon, I'll tell you what. How about we find someone better for you? And the demon's like, okay, fine. And then this guy moved in. They're trying to basically serve him up to the demon. Oh. Why would and a it's demon like, take that deal? Well, I don't know. They were pretty convincing in the moment. Okay. You just you didn't see the family's convincing arguments. <laughs> but it was, uh, I thought it could have been better. It was kind of funny, but it was like slow in parts. It was a low budget yeah, movie, but yeah. the leads were in it. Were, they were good. So, okay. All right. Whatever. What was that called? Sorry about the demon. Sorry about the demon. I'm not, I'm not, I remember watching that. <laughs> then last movie I watched, I know uh, Chumpslap has seen it. Cooties. <laughs> do you remember that one it's i think it's from like 2014 or 2016 uh, that, that, it's yeah it's got those like little creatures like fucking cooties no like that other no movie. you're close it's the one that takes place at a school with rain wilson and elijah wood oh okay yeah that one yeah and and the kids and brie larson i don't remember who was in it but no allison pill i i get them confused all the kids just go insane there's a disease or like a zombified thing that makes all the kids insane, but the adults are immune. Right. And then it's like a zombie apocalypse where they got to get out of there from the kids. Fucking Hurley from Lost is in it. It has quite a cast. Yeah. Don't they like cooties? Yeah. They hit some kids. Cooties. Yeah. Beat them up. Beat the shit out of some kids. Hit them with cars. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. It's it's silly. Rain Wilson can't say dual rear wheel. <laughs> Wow, it's sounds sounds great. <laughs> Love it. I mean, it's it's fine. It's 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 fun. I had fun. I had fun watching it. Yeah. And then I saw exactly one episode of the Twisted Metal show. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? I really want to watch episode two, guys. Like it's. I saw it got seven and a half stars on IMDb, which is pretty good oh, for a show. Nice. It's it's fun. Like it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It realizes how fucking dumb it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to ruin too much about it. And plus, you know, I've only seen the one episode, mm -hmm. but basically it takes place in like a, a post-apocalyptic future where I think it was a virus or something hit and killed a lot of people. And the city's basically walled themselves off. Yeah. So Anthony Mackie plays a guy by the name of John Doe, who's like a courier. Like he runs stuff in between these different city sections or, you know, communities or whatever yeah, they are. In the wasteland and then, outside the cities. Yeah, but it's not so much a wasteland. Like it still looks a lot like it looks today. It's just that all the criminals were expelled right. outside of the, uh, the city or the undesirables, I guess. Mm -hmm. And as a courier, as they call them like milkmen, because they're always driving around. Because they always deliver. Because mm -hmm. they always deliver. And they're, they're always under attack because other people are like, oh, they're probably sending something good. Right. And 
we meet a couple of the other characters as well in the first episode. But I'm interested. Like, I'm in. Like, I, I think it look it's fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, cool. Oh, all right. Nev Campbell's in it. Oh, man, I, I don't want to give it a try, but it seems like I have to. Oh, that's who that was. I don't think you'll be bored. No. You may not love it. It's but... only half an hour, too. Yeah, like, watch a couple. Then you'll know if you're in or not. Yeah, yeah I'll watch it when I go to bed. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll skip an episode of Psych and just watch that. Right. Yeah, give it a shot. It's it. I mean, there's action scenes with like car combat. They're mostly like car chases where guns are shooting at each other. Kind of like Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're fun. Like it's it's not the focal point of the show. It happens as action sequences, and it's they're pretty fun. All right, yeah. but all that crap. That's all the stuff I did this week. Sir Chumpslap, what have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, still playing Blood Bloodstained. Oh yeah, yeah. How I got, far did you get? Okay, I got to about. 50% of the castle and then I beat the game apparently. Yeah, there's a lot of it, extra stuff in it. It just Oh wow. It's uh, the worst ending apparently. You just get to the guy and beat him. Yeah, you, there's more than one ending, right? <laughs> yeah, there's three. And then the the farmer guy's like, "Oh, you did what you came here to do." The end. <laughs> that was it. I was like, Fuck. "Is there a new game plus?" No, it just allowed me to restart at the save. Oh, okay. Before I went in the Maybe that's room. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Cuz then I looked it up. I was like, "What the fuck?" Then I found the photograph and i was like oh what do i do with this i had to look that up because i fucking forgot but since then i've been i think i'm about like 70 percent now maybe a little more it's a fun metroidvania yeah it's fun it's i think i'm too overpowered that's the way it gets in every metroidvania you don't have two chrysogrims yet so no i got the flying sword or flying blade or whatever that's fucking pretty neat is it one of those games where uh like you can get 200 percent completion or stuff like that is didn't one of the other castlevanias do that Symphony of the Night, you can get 200.6. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Percent completion. I don't know. I assume this one's only 100. Dude, watch a speed run of 200% completion of map. Because no. it's crazy. Wait, someone someone sure speed runs going from 0% to 200%? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like an much? hour long. It's not long. Jesus Christ. That's still ridiculous. It's Wow. Well, yeah. It's interesting to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I'm fucking digging it, man. So far, so good. All right. I assume I'm pretty okay. close to the end at this point. Well, there's a hundred percent that you can eat get. Yeah, there's still thirty percent missing. There's still something. I don't know. The lady just told me about some dragon that falls up, so I assume he can like walk on ceilings because there's a bunch of shit I can't reach yet. (laughs) You didn't even get all the movement options yet in a Metroidvania, dude. It's like the last thing to get. I assume. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, don't yell at us. Jeez, I'm just making fun of you. Yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> I'm just making. I'm just attacking you personally. <laughs> you don't take it personal. Well, I'm gonna play it some more. All right, all maybe right. I'll beat it. Who knows? Probably beat it again. Okay. Uh, watched a couple things though. Watched this movie called The Fence. Is it about someone who steals shit and sells it? No. Uh-huh. Tell me, it's about a fence that kills people. <laughs> I wish. No, it was pretty like serious. It's about this British kid who saves up to buy a little dirt bike, and the day he gets it, it's stolen from him. So he tries to like find out who and that get it sucks. back. Yeah. But then he gets serious where his brother's like, I don't know, he's got a bad reputation. He comes back to town. He helps him fucking figure it out and yada, yada. It's pretty good. Kind of, I don't know. Check it out. It's called The Fence. Okay. It's British. Hmm. Does it have a lot of bruvs? I don't remember a single one. <laughs> Not one bruv. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll watch it then. I'm more into the bruv British, but. Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, check it out. It's, it's a good movie. I hear you. It's like nothing <laughs> that I usually watch, but it was all right. Then I watched uh, two episodes of Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Oh, nice. What did you think about it? 
I watched the first episode. I was like, I like this. This is good. That's how I feel. I, that's, again, that's the only one I watched. But Yeah. And then I watched the second one. I'm like, I don't know if I want to finish watching this. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. It's pretty uh, Sweet Tooth centered, the second episode. And it really just annoyed me how they made Sweet Tooth. With, uh, who is it? Samoa Joe is the actor. Yeah. yeah. Will Arnett's his Will voice. Arnett, and yeah. Will Arnett's his voice. Well, it's, his voice is distorted, too. But I don't know. I always pictured Sweet Tooth just maniac laughing but he's i don't know i I mean i guess it worked a little bit but not doesn't he have like a wild backstory in the games i don't even remember i don't know but this is he's just i don't want to spoil it but he's in the same place for 20 years because apparently it's 20 years later after all this shit happened from what i remember reading it was like something extremely dark uh he oh here we go he was he was a wanted mass murderer that survived the electric chair to later end up at Blackfield Asylum. Then it's revealed that the flames on his head were a product of a curse imposed by the black character Preacher. Uh, he was cursed with the burden of the fires of hell upon his head, which burns him endlessly and causes him pain. Yeah, he doesn't have real fire on his head in this one. Oh, that's a bummer. He wants nothing more than for it to be gone. That's why Calypso offers him as a prize. However, in the ending, Calypso reveals that in order to break the curse, he'd have to renounce his obsession for murdering innocents, to which Sweet Tooth responds by killing Calypso himself. Yeah, I remember that. Those were the greatest stories. I mean, the, the, they were. They're, they were not greatest, but they were just like, here's your prize. Ah, it's like a genie thing. Yeah, it was. That was Twisted Metal Black, I think, added a lot of lore. The other ones were just like car combat and like, isn't this guy crazy? I think it was Twisted Metal 2. Was, the was one. it Twisted Metal 2? I beat it with everybody just to see the stories because they were cool. I don't remember. Whatever. But yeah. Did you see the cops and stuff? I mean, they yeah. show up in the first one. The yeah, first they, I saw them in the first one, yeah. yeah. But but then it shows more of them in the second one, too. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep going, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely going to keep going. But again, I only saw the first one. Maybe I'll feel like you did after the second one. Hopefully not. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch the second one again. Maybe, maybe it was okay, but I was just tired or something. Who cares? All right. But then I watched this other movie. It's called Tiny Cinema. Tiny cinema. Tiny. Like, is this a honey, I shrunk the kids situation? No. It's like an anthology. It's got six stories in it, and they're fucking slappy as hell, dude. <laughs> like, the first story is <laughs> called Game Night, and it's just like this couple that has like Game Night. And okay. the one guy says something, and another guy says, Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> and this guy, he's like, Yeah, who? Who is she? And it just gets really awkward. Everyone's like, are you serious? He's like, no, no, I wasn't serious. And then he just obsesses over who she was. And <laughs> just like, goes insane. It's fucking weird. Loved it. A lot of cum jokes, too. You love cum jokes. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything this slappy in a minute. So check out Tiny love Cinema. Love cum jokes. <laughs> See? You love cum jokes. Love cum jokes. <laughs> Got it on wax. Apparently, this guy was also the writer and director of Butt Boy. Oh, yes, yes. That's why I watched it. <laughs> because Butt Boy is really fucking weird. Yeah. You've told us about Butt Boy. Uh, I, I brought it up before when I was making Slappers of the Week. Oh, yeah. Fox also starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking, it's a weird ass movie, dude. And this is just, it's just as weird, but it's just like six little stories. So fucking check awesome. it out. Tiny Cinema, dude. <laughs> Tiny cinema. I, I like the anthology format because if one sucks, it's over in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, there's a guy who's hosting it. He looks like the fucking, the the small guy from Twin Peaks who's in the dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's obviously not him, but it looks just like him. And by the name of Paul Ford. Yeah. Yeah. I looked him up because I was like, is that him? But no, he's he's known for other shit. But I mean, he's out here working, though. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> he's really weird in this. So check it out, man. Tiny Cinema. Like, definitely. <laughs> I think it's on Amazon. So it should All be right. free for anyone who has Amazon. I also, I still need to watch. Uh, I had it on my list. I saw it, but I didn't watch it yet. The Darth or Darth Marangi's Dark. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, fucking great. Great series. I I watched a uh, mashup on YouTube of Matthew Barry. I didn't realize he was in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> one of the best. Well, they're all great actors in that. That's where I got my line from that. I've got 29 dog shits in my pockets. And then he throws them at two well-to-do ladies in England. It's pretty fun. <laughs> of course. Is that all you got or you got more? No, that's all I got. Just tiny cinema. Fucking bang. All right. Well, go watch Tiny Cinema and then, you know, head over uh, with us to the Plotty Time Vibe Chat. Ooh. Ooh, check out this vibe here, man. Oh, ooh, I like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great music. All right. It's Taco Bell news. Oh, oh yeah. Bring it on. I We got to start hard. Taco Bell is introducing a grilled cheese dipping taco oh, featuring new slow braised shredded beef. What? It looks so good. A dipping taco is what you said? Yeah, it's grilled. Yes. <laughs> what? You dip it in some kind of au jus, I guess? Yeah, some kind of sauce. What? Whoa, whoa. Now you blew his mind. Yeah, I was thinking like cheese, but holy well, shit. For the first time nationwide, fans can enjoy slow braised shredded beef on the inside, along with a cheese blend melted uh, where, oh shit, I missed, on the inside and grilled to the outside of the taco, plus two savory dipping sauces. Nacho cheese and red sauce. I hate how they put cheese on the outside of all this shit. It, it's <laughs> going to be interesting to see the sauces. That's going to make the make or break it, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. in my book. For sure. The grilled cheese dipping taco will be available at participating Taco Bell restaurants starting August 3rd. So it's out now, guys. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I might have to get it's one It's been later out for today. two weeks. <laughs> Can't believe we haven't had it yet. We're usually on this. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to Taco Bell, you know. Yeah, I went I last Friday. Doctor's orders. And sodium, you know? Yeah, It'll get you. It's not being scared of sodium. It's not good for You're me. right. I can just drink more water. Like, Yeah, that solves everything. Come on. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, back to serious news. 100, 100 people were laid off at CD Projekt Red amid, quote, organizational changes. Mm. How many people do they employ? Totally. A uh, thousand-ish. They said that was 10% of the workforce. Oh, okay. Force. That's pretty pretty big then. That's a lot. I mean, it's it's surprising. Like it's we've been over like layoffs and we've talked about them before, but it's always at the same point of the cycle. It's like after the game has been pushed, that final edge and is finished and they're just like the after game support staff. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for them to let go of a bunch of contracts like this happens all the time. But I guess in this one, it was uh, they felt that CD Projekt Red was overstaffed. What? And it doesn't have other opportunities for some staff going forward. That doesn't make sense. That's too many people working, dude. Too many people that enough that other people can't get promoted. Yep, something like that. But like, have they been buying other? You know how sometimes companies buy other studios, and there's just like, well, we don't need two HR departments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, well, we'll let some people leave, or we'll let them go, or whatever. But this seems like it's more of a we didn't hit our numbers with games, and now we're letting we have to let some people go. Yeah, and they're like saying it's more to make the team more agile and effective. No, but it's more our stockholders are pissed. Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. Getting into the black, they don't do it for you know good reasons. It's always well, yeah. got to make more money. 
It's not for the love of the game, dude. No. And if any of that is legally wrong, I meant allegedly to all of it. <laughs> and then another news, I know you were talking, Dr. Scientist, about the new Futurama episodes that have come mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. But did you see that there's going to be a crossover with Futurama and Fortnite? Yeah, I saw that. Get the hell out. I'm going to have to. The next episode, maybe? Or the episode that came out two weeks ago? I'm going to have to boot up Fortnite again. Uh, Frybender and Leela are now available in the item shop as playable outfits. There are also some neat variants on these outfits, a new gun, and more. Ooh, I'm listening. So you can go in there, play Fortnite, and play as uh, those three. It'd be pretty sick to play Fortnite as Bender. <laughs> I think so, yeah. But is it going to be one of those things where they just keep shouting the same like two lines over and over again? Uh, like fucking, what was it? Like I got the... Do you guys remember when I was playing Call of Duty Zombos and I bought the Die Hard pack with Bruce Willis? No. <laughs> I do. Yeah, Bruce Willis was one of the skins you could play as and he would just keep saying the same like four lines from the movie. But they were like, it wasn't like Bruce Willis came in and recorded those four lines. Like they were pulled from the soundtrack of the movie. <laughs> so you hear like other people talking and explosions in the back of them. It's very, it was a strange move. Yeah. I don't think you talk in Fortnite though. All right. Well, let me know how they do. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I played. Well, like I said, you know where they do talk is Call of Duty. And now that we're talking about Call of Duty, a new character is coming to Warzone, and that character is Nicki Minaj. Oh, nice. They're getting way out of hand with this shit. Apparently, it's uh, for the hip-hop's 50th so-called anniversary. I don't know what they're basing that 50th on, but... Yeah, what's, what was the sure. first hip-hop um, song? Snoop Dogg and 21 Savage are already in the game, and then this is now introducing Nicki Minaj showing up. Okay. So it's going to be a bunch of hip-hop people versus superheroes. Cool. Can't wait. Yeah, that sounds like right down my alley. I mean, I'm not going to play Warzone. Like, it's... No. I'd rather play Fortnite if I was playing a fucking... You know? I just want more Zombos, guys. Like, give me Zombos and Modern Warfare 3 when it comes out this November. And a good one, not any of this Vanguard bullshit. (laughs) You know what? Just going to get mad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Forget it. So uh, we'll move on to our last piece of news because we are running long here. Holy shit, yeah. Did you guys hear about this uh, Disc of Tron arcade cabinet that was found on the side of the fucking road? No. So I've never seen this game. I don't remember this game. Maybe you guys do. No. It's called Discs of Tron. It's, you know, Tron, the property, the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently it was one of those cabinets uh, where you actually like go into it and you're inside of it. It's not just like a regular arcade cabinet. Is it like that game... In Tron with the cars? I don't think so. It's from 1983. But this guy has a story where uh, uh, he was walking down or he was at home visiting his parents. Uh, His sister came back and said, there's this Tron thing on the side of the road. You should check it out. It does seem a little too good to be true. But it turns out that this cab was like wheeled down from a garage into the curb to get thrown away. And it weighs over 700 fucking pounds. Wow. And it's still intact, and they're trying to fix it up now. But apparently there's only a couple of them in existence. Who the hell would have gotten rid of that? They have to know. Somebody could have died. They didn't know. Well, the story was it was an old woman who's like just wanted... It's been in her garage for years, and she just wanted it out. Yeah. So God knows where that came from. The 80s? That's crazy. In that condition, they just, those machines could fetch up to like $10,000. Yeah, if it's one you got to like sit in. Yeah. Fucking A. But I think that's pretty cool. And it's good to see people per, like preserving some of these. Yeah. I wish I would have found it. I know, right? How the fuck would I have gotten something that was 700 pounds <laughs> I know, back? right? <laughs> I have to like call a piano mover, right? Yeah, somebody. But anyway, that's all we got for the Plotty Time Vibe Check. 
All right, so let's get into this game, guys. How about it? Dude, everyone's favorite game, bro. <sighs> everyone's favorite game. This week, as you can see, we are talking about Army of Two. Ooh. So this sexy. is the first game in the Army series. I'm just going to call it the Army series. That's fine. There's a series? There's at least There's like two or three, three of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then uh, this was released March 6th, 2008. Any guesses on the number one song in the country? <sighs> Have we got done it before? No. But it is, it is a song I know you both know. Pharrell Happy. Maybe not who sings it. God damn it. Stop. You know it's not right. <laughs> and you keep saying it. Well, you said it wasn't one we did before, so I just get Pharrell Happy. Yeah, it's fair. You bastard. This a loophole. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and I guess we'll see if Bentley's. Can, can't Bentley. you resurrect John, John F. Kennedy again? No. That, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll try calling him. I don't know if he's going to answer, you know. I mean, we could we could see where it goes. Yeah, whatever. Let's give him a call. Maybe okay. he's hanging out with Bentley. <laughs> no, he's not a single ringer. Nice. Well, hello. This is John F. Kennedy. <laughs> oh shit! It worked. Hi, John. How are you doing? Uh, I didn't know if this one would go through. We didn't really coordinate this, so I'm going to text you uh, what song I need you to sing. What is texting? <laughs> uh, you'll, s- <laughs> you'll you'll see it. Just don't worry about it. Okay. Ich bin ein Berlin. Oh, this thing. Okay. Okay. All right. You got it, John. You gonna go through? Yes, sir. Here we go. <clears throat> Shoddy Adam Apple Bottom Jeans. Oh, that's a great song. Fur. The club was all well looking at her. She hit the floor. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, no, 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 no. It's low by Florida. It is Florida. Extra double points if you know who the feature is. Uh, T Pain. God damn, you're good. <laughs> it's a great boy. song, man. It's a great song. Good job, sir scientist. <laughs> it's actually doctor scientist. Who cares? <laughs> okay, thanks, John. We're gonna let you go. Vote for me. He's dead. He's yeah, up. you can't vote for him. Didn't he win twice? I'll no, he only won. He got shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll write him in. Yeah, but a great song. Great song. It Low great by Flo Rida featuring TV. Yeah, I guess. Number one movie in the country. I'll just go ahead and throw you guys the tagline. All right. The legend. The battle. The first hero. Ooh, Hercules with rock. <laughs> That's 2.14. No, good guess. Oh. Uh, year one. No, but you're, you're closer than you think you are. I'm going to go ahead and throw you guys the synopsis here. Mammoth hunter DeLay has long been in love with a beautiful blue-eyed tribeswoman named Evelyn. After horseback riding raiders kidnap most of his fellow tribesmen as well as Evelyn, he sets out on a dangerous trek to rescue her from her captors. It's not year one. It is a year. Uh, 10,000 BC. Perfect. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Couldn't think of the name. Man, I'm on fire today. You are really getting these. You were fucking locked into March 6th, 2008. (laughs) You love 2008, dude. It was a pretty decent. Let me remember what happened. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure you remember this happened on March 6th. uh, But of course, it was way back in 1836. The Battle of the Alamo ended after 13 days of fighting. 1,500 to 3,000 Mexican soldiers Overwhelmed the Texas defenders, killing 182 or to 257 beat Texans, including William Travis, Jim Bowie, and Davy Crockett. Yeah, it's some reason we celebrate the losers again. <laughs> you ever been in the basement of the Alamo? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever been in the Alamo? I've never been in the Alamo. No, who gives I, a shit? Yeah. I hear it's like I, I like 
not seeing losers. Yeah, what? Take that. <laughs> I heard uh, it's weird because it's like in the middle of San Antonio. Like it's in the middle of the city. You're just in the city and you turn a corner. You're like, oh, shit, there's ruins. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. But never seen it myself. This game, of course, you know, fuck the Alamo. Wait, is that what they say? <laughs> Don't forget the Alamo. Fuck the Alamo. Yeah. Remember the Alamo. That's what it is. Not the fuck the Alamo. Sure. <laughs> fuck the Alamo. Wow. These beers are getting to me, I think. All right. Let's get off of me. Let's get me off Mike. Let's just say this game was released for PS3 and Xbox 360, developed by EA Montreal, published by EA. Army of Two is a third-person cover-based shooter deluxe. Picked by Chump Slap. So how about you lead us into it, Chump Slap, and tell us what this game is all about. Well, it's about these two guys. And they're pretty much what you'd expect in Army of Two. Like they kick ass. They fight. All right, we're done here. They fight. Let's go. Let's That's a basically the whole story. Yeah. It's a co-op. It has to be played co-op. Or I think there's an AI you can use. Yeah, but it's terrible, I assume. It, yeah. You guys play this? No. I've seen the second one get played i've never played any of them i played this one all the way through with my roommate at the time oh yeah nice yeah. did you enjoy it i did i mean it was just a shoot a stupid ass shooter this was all like it was very gears of war yeah very cover shootery yeah, yeah. so i could see if you like gears of war and you're looking for something else yeah for sure this will probably be in your yeah. in your wheelhouse yeah it's all right well anyway it's these two army rangers elliot salem and tyson rios and they have a lieutenant richard dalton who they get a call to assist a private contractor, Philip Clyde, who works for the Security and Strategy Corporation, the SSC, from here on. Does this count for our bingo board spot for private military contractor? Yeah, yeah definitely. So the spot isn't private military contractor bad guys. It's just the existence of PMCs? Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. I just got them trying to clear it up for the fans. I know a lot <laughs> of them are strong opinions. A lot of them got their bingo dabbers out. <laughs> They got their bingo dabbers. I was more of the clear coin guy myself. Oh, <laughs> smart, smart. We should sell dabbers on the. Oh, yeah. And those motherfuckers were magnetic. I just roll my oh, wand yeah. across and suck them up. time dabbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to see if someone can make us some potty time bingo merch. That would be that fucking would be sick. So cool. Anyway. <laughs> so this guy's a real tough guy, this Philip Clyde. And you're sent to take out a Somali warlord. Named Abdullahi Moalim. So you meet Philip Clyde at some hotel, and he's a real dick. He's like, yeah, of course, this is where he is, because this is where I told you to meet me. Now don't get in my way. So you, uh-huh. you go, fight through, kill everybody, kill this guy. Clear landing zone for Lieutenant Dalton to come and extract you. All three of you douches. And Clyde's like, dude, I like your style. I'll give you this card. You call the SSC. Maybe we can get you a job. You get a lot more money. So they're like, yeah, okay. There's plenty of money to be made in this private sector bullshit. So you agree to join the SSC. Yeah, I liked how during the like mission as you were playing the game, your characters were just saying, man, I don't know about this army thing. I don't like how I get all these you know orders that just tell me to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're like, why'd you join the army? <laughs> why, why are you a ranger? Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of listening to what people told you to do for years to get to be a ranger. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're like, I don't know. I don't know, this... Richard Dalton's not that cool. He just tells us to do stuff, whatever. So eight years later, you guys are really good high in the company now. You're fucking getting all sorts of money. And you have a mission to kill Muhammad al-Habib. He's a leading al-Qaeda operative. 
in, Af- in Afghanistan. He found and took over an entire complex that Russia had and used to launch M11 missiles. So the game, we should add, started in like 90... 93. Uh, 93? Yeah. And then this was just after 9-11 where all of a sudden... Yeah, this is 2001. Flying to the Middle East. Right. So your mission is to destroy all these missiles, make sure that none of them get launched by these terrorists. And if you find Al-Habib, kill him too. Yeah, just you should come across him. Yeah, so while you're doing this stuff, you're, make, you're right, raking up money. Every time you do something, you make, you make a couple bucks. And you go through, destroy all these missiles. And you also have to find uh, one Brian Hicks, who was sent to be there for, by SSC. He was supposed to do what you guys are there doing now. And they believe he's a prisoner there. So if you find him, rescue him, destroy all the missiles, and kill Al-Habib. When you find Hicks, he's infected with something. And he tells you about these chemical weapons. And then Rios is here talking about conspiracies. He's like, why, well, why, why do, this is, there's got to be a reason to stay sent us here and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what the fuck is he even talking about? But whatever. Which one was which? Was Salem the fridge looking dude? They both look like fridges. They both, yeah. Because hmm. one, one of the guys was more wiry and talkative and he was the one that didn't like following orders. I think that was Rio. No, that's Salem. Rios is. Oh, it might be. Yeah, Rios was the more serious one. But he had these conspiracy theories. And Salem was always talking about money and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're right. I guess the only way to differentiate them on the battlefield is one is slightly smaller. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Gotcha. But you kill Habib and then you have to break into a lab with the help of your hacker friend named Section 8. So you do that. Get Do the whole thing. You get out of there. It's all good. Hack the Gibson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you're on another mission two years later, 2003. And you're going into Iraq to rescue one Lieutenant Colonel Eisenhower. He's an old friend from your Ranger squad back in the day. And you're like, okay. His base has been besieged by Al Yusuf. Ali Yusuf. I think that's a terrorist organization. And there's been a rash of ambushes going on. You're like, oh, well, that's a little weird. So you escort this guy to a helipad and get him safe. And while he's leaving, <laughs> the helicopter explodes. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, what's that? And like an hour later, terrorists are claiming responsibility. And Rios is like, dude, there's got to be some conspiracy. How'd they know? People know where all our troops are. There's some ambushes. Why'd they single out Eisenhower? Oh, we've never had a story like this before. No. This is oh, new fucking territory, guys. Yeah, yeah. So... You call your buddy Section 8, and he's like, yeah, I'll do some looking into it for you. So you do. So did I miss the section where they explain the Section 8 thing? Because when I was watching the video, they just called him at one point. No, he's just a friend of Rios's who just does hacker work for him. I I don't know if it was any more deep than that. No. That's what I was wondering if it was. But it just seems like you got, like, texts from him. Like, he didn't even have a voice, I don't think. No, yeah, you just got, like, leet speak texts. Yeah, which were, dude, I used to be able to read that pretty easily. These days, (laughs) we really took a second. There were pauses where I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't read it. I was like, fuck it. It was going on the screen too fast. (laughs) We're getting old. Yeah. This is great. So you kill Yusuf, and then in between all these missions, you're seeing like news clips of how the government's talking about making military 100% private sector, blah, blah, blah. It's better for the country, all this shit. Yeah. Bunch of idiot idiocy. 
And then later on, a U.S. aircraft carrier is taken by Abu Sayyaf. It's a terrorist, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know. And he gets sent with Clyde again to retake it. And Clyde calls you a fucko. He hates you. You hate him. Blah, blah, blah. While you're there, you're disabling jets and you got to look for the captain because they have the captain somewhere chained up or whatever. And while you're looking, you find Clyde and he's he's having a meeting with some terrorists and he runs away. He's like, oh, shit, you guys, you guys saw something you weren't supposed to see. And when he runs away, he leaves his laptop there. So you grab his laptop. There happens to be a flash drive in it. And you decide to send that flash drive to Section 8 to see what's on it. It turns out Clyde is the rat. <gasps> oh no yeah i was gonna say at this point you don't trust anybody no after you just saw that yeah clyde's selling troop positions to terrorists you're like what the fuck what's going on that's weird why would he do that i wonder why he'd do it i don't know hmm. i don't know yet <laughs> so he saved the captain and he's like yo you we, we gotta sink this shit man it's on a collision course with i don't know where it was manila or something and he's like, it's yeah. got, it's full of fucking nuclear warheads. So we have to sink this ship before it hits. That's a great plan. Because there's nothing we can do about it. And you're like, okay. And then on board, you find out another guy from back in the day, Pedro is dead. I don't know if you ever saw him before that, but. It did seem like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my God, that's the last guy from our Ranger squad. What the fuck? We're the only two left now. And then the captain's like, well, we got to fucking blow the ship up, man. And. Rios and Salem are like, no, we got to get the fuck out. And the captain's like, no, I'm going down with the ship. By the time this detonator gets to me, you guys got to get out. So you get like a timed escape thing while the captain's sack huh. moves. Sack move. Wait, I have it. I have a button. Hold on. <laughs> oh, perfect. Hold on. Boners. Nope. Hold on. <laughs> it's on this board somewhere. Hold on. Nope. Okay. Um, now that's a sack move. Wait, oh, I found it. Sack move. Got it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it? I thought it was. <laughs> didn't lose I didn't think steam. it was going to be worth it, but I think it was. So now you're like, all right, well, we got to quit this SSC shit. We don't know who we can trust. So you decide you're, we're done. We're going to go public with this information. And now you're doing some side missions for your arms dealer buddy. I don't remember his name. I didn't write it down, but you're doing. Oh, I have this. I have this. Cho. Well, it was before you go public. You're like, hey, let's do one more job before we do that. Yeah, well, no, you're doing missions for Cho. Yeah. Or, and then... Cha Min Su. Yeah, there you go. Is the guy you were like... I don't know if you're working for him. You're just kind of like freelancing for him. Like, he's your buddy. Yeah. He's, I think he's what... He's your arms dealer. And you're just like getting him arms, you know? Well, they they left the organization. And this is, I guess, what they're doing to make money on the side. And I guess they're yeah just working for him. Yeah. This is like another old friend, like Section 8, you know? So, on the mission, you accidentally turn on your comms to SSC somehow, and you call Alice Mur- Murray. She's your old handler. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid, but yeah, Salem's like, come on, Rios, let's just do one more mission. I could really use the dough. <laughs> he really fucking needs to manage his money better. Like, for real. Oh, yeah, because they even say it in here. They're like, man, last week, last a year ago, you could barely pay rent, and now you're talking about buying a boat or some yeah. shit like that. He's really, so they're making real he's money. He's really got a gambling problem, but he's whatever. <laughs> well, I think the guys that, for a living, volunteer to hop back into war zones and kill people and get shot at all day, not forward thinkers. No, they definitely need money for some 
weird shit. Something now, like right yeah, now, they yeah. need that money for I think it. They yeah. owe somebody, and it needs to be yeah. done. <laughs> and it's not like it'd be nice to. No, they need it. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you get to your last another mission here. You're off to China to kill Sibu Muhammad. He's a terrorist mastermind. He's the head of Abu Sayyaf, the guys who took the the aircraft carrier and all that. So you're told, okay, blow this bridge while his while he's crossing it, and then you know, then he'll die. Sure. So they do that, and it turns out, well, Chinese military is after you. Like, what the fuck's going on? Now we're wanted for murder. What? What? Well, you did just kill somebody. Yeah, but he's a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. They're I so mean, used this is to fine just murder. getting away with murder, you know? It's not murder if you're on the correct side of an imaginary line. Yeah. Oh, that. You just killed a revolutionary. Yeah, well put. But it turns out the Senator White, White Horse was the guy who's on the bridge. And he's a senator that was against the privatization of the army. And, <gasps> and you're like, oh, my God. This has to be a setup by the CEO, Stockwell. Yeah, it doesn't make doesn't make you look good. I'll tell you that. No. The guy's running SSC. He had to do this because he wants the whole army to be privatized. No. And then you tell Alice about this shit. She's like, she gets upset here. She's like, how did you question my loyalty? It's been 13 years. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't trust her either, so. Yeah, why would you? She's been working for the company before yeah. you knew her. Yeah, you have no idea what she was doing the years she was there before you guys showed up. Yeah. And you're supposed to just assume that, oh, she's definitely going to go with us on this crazy voyage. Yeah, it's like, well, I knew Stockwell for 13 years, too. Look what he just did. But. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't Stockwell. What? It was your old Lieutenant Dalton, who you've known even fucking longer. Of course it was. It was Dalton? Dalton, dude. This whole time. Yep. He's the one who. Order, he's the one who phoned in the orders, and it turns out Damn. Alice gets kidnapped, so you have to head to Miami to save her. And you borrow your arms dealer friend's cargo plane, and you're Better fun. not crash it, though. No, you know, he's really strict about that. He's like, don't fuck it up, man. I just got the interior done. So you guys, I assume, were just like me, where when he said, you better bring my plane back, we're like, oh, that plane is going to be... <laughs> yeah, like, there's obviously. no way. Clearly, that's going to happen. Right. So, got it. you're flying... Over the United States and the army scrambles two fighter jets out to check it out. And they're like, what the fuck? They radio the plane. No call. They get no answer. And then they're flying by and they notice that the pilot's dead. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's kind of funny because they're just flying by and like, oh, the pilot's dead. Yeah. It's like if he's in a fighter jet. He's like, let me check. No, he's, that guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and oh shit. Guess who's on the plane, dude? I don't know. Clyde again. <gasps> He must How have killed did he the get pilot. There? He snuck on the plane somehow. Wait, He's... nine months? It makes sense now. <laughs> ah, look at you. That's why it's a plane. <laughs> Got it. That's what they meant by pilot. Okay, now I'm on board. So he stowed away. He killed the pilot. He's fighting you guys. And the army's like, okay, well, I see gunfire coming out the back of the plane. Shoot it down, because it's on course to Miami, and we don't want it to crash in Miami. So, shoot it down. I like the part where it's like, wait a minute, we can't shoot it down. We hear gunfire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that move, too. It's like, well, that plane's heading towards Miami. Well, there's people shooting guns in it. Well, let's shoot it down. Take it out. Take it the fuck out. Well, it also wasn't answering, because, you know, the pilot was fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. So, you guys jump out in a parachute on a hovercraft, obviously. Of course. <laughs> and you watch the plane crash. You're like, oh, well, 
At least Clyde's dead. Yeah, yeah, at least Clyde's dead. <laughs> no way Clyde survived that crash. That'd be insane. Fuck no. How, I mean, we survived it, but there's no way he could have. But we had a parachute hovercraft. Yeah. He did. And did you guys notice that there were sequences in this game where you were like tandem parachuting? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're like holding a guy. You're parachuting, so moving, fucking, and the other guy's shooting. Like, oh. 500 pounds a person. <laughs> Yeah. On one parachute. Why would, why would, okay, sorry. Well, it was they, just very silly. They're, they're heavy parachutes. They have a hovercraft on them and stuff. They're super slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your arms dealer buddy calls you up. He's like, you fucking crashed my plane, you son of a bitch. And you're like, no, it was Clyde. Clyde did it. And he's like, all right, well, I put a price on his head. Kill this Clyde. And you're just about to tell him, no, Clyde's already, di-. and you're like, shut up, man. Why so were those like, all? I took collect. it as those are side missions. Like you would have kind of like side objectives yeah, but in, in the mission. Why wouldn't you just tell him that he's already dead? Because he offered the reward on but his head. But you'd have to prove that he was dead then. I don't think the proving system is too great here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like I've never, I didn't see him take one picture or, or a tooth back or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, that's what he does. He calls and says that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you make it into Miami airport and it just so happens Alice is there. No. You rescue her. She tells you Dalton is the mastermind behind all this shit. What? Had nothing to do with Stockwell. Well, I guess it had little to do with Stockwell, but Stockwell must be saved because he's the only one who can clear all your guys' names. So like, all right, we'll do that. We'll assault SSC headquarters. That Should we make that a bingo board spot? Assault. Only one person can clear our names? Mm, yeah. What yeah, the hell? Sure, why not? I mean, not every spot's on every bingo card, so. Why not? So you head to SSC headquarters, and you're going to get all the evidence against Dalton. You're like, all right, there's four servers here. We'll get all the evidence. And guess who's the fucking there, dude? It can't be Clyde. It's Clyde. What? He's dead. He died in that plane crash, No, right? He's there, and he's talking some mean shit, man. I love it how they don't even bother, like, showing him getting out like a flashback. They're just like, nope, he didn't die. Not only... Did he not die, but he got there before you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was closer with that crash plane. He didn't have I didn't think of that. <sighs> so you fight him. You fight a bunch of people. You kick him out of a fucking window. And they're like, ah, he's finally dead. And I assume he is because you don't see him after this. Mm. So now you're at the top. You're, you got all the information you need. And Dalton's just hovering in a fucking helicopter shooting a machine gun at you and sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you decide to fire a rocket and take the fucker out take the whole helicopter down kill that innocent pilot nice and boom finally did it and he saved stockwell and he promises to turn himself in and give you a bunch of money and then at the end the epilogue you see on the tv that stockwell turned himself in oh he actually did because they were saying in there like do you really think he's gonna turn himself in come on yeah and the guys call alice up they're like guess what we did we started Transworld Operations, TWO. It's our own firm. It's a private contractor, and we want you to join. The end. Yep, that happened. Yeah, that, yeah. that was something. Told you. It's a lot of notes. I mean, I think it was pretty cool to have the final level in an airport during a hurricane. I haven't seen that before, right? I'm trying to find good things. Yeah. You know what? Don't. It's fun to play. That's all. Yeah, it's fun to play. If you, It gave me heavy division two vibes because that's another cover base shooter right i'm like no i can't go back to that that's insane (laughs) fair enough so that's it that's the game 
We did it. We got to it. Let's just roll right into final thoughts. How does that sound, well, guys? Let's yeah. do it, guys. Which one of you guys want to go first? Go ahead, throw it at me. Yeah, let's do it. Dr. Scientist, uh, I got a question for you, then then Trump Slap has a question for you, and then I have another question for you. <laughs> oh, I like this. Oh. <laughs> uh, did watching this video really make you want to start an army of two? Was the story pretty good, or is it like an overturned truck of poo? <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get that. What score out of 27 stars do you think you'd flush right down the loo? Uh, would I play it? No. <laughs> okay. You know me. Mm-hmm. The story worked for me. Uh, didn't we do this like twice before with this exact same story? At least uh, I mean, there was a Call much. of Duty game that was almost exactly like this. Black Ops, Ghosts, I think. Advanced Ghost, Warfare. Ghost, Ghost. Oh, one of those. It might have also been Advanced Warfare. It's not. It's not on uncommon ground <laughs> yeah. here. We're going over. Yeah. Uh, we'll make this game different by having two people in it. Yeah, make a co-op. Uh, I thought I thought it was garbage. I gave it two stars. I don't even talk about it. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Rolling right through it then with two stars and oh. barely any reason why. But right. we'll we'll just go with it. I said it, it was garbage. <laughs> what are you talking about? And we did it before. It's great. It's garbage and we did it before, too. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. All right, fine. All right. Somebody, gotcha. Yeah, I got so, some questions Somebody asked me it. some questions. Yeah, get get in here. What do we got? Watch this video make you want to play a cover-based shooter. Okay. Was the story pretty good? Or could you do better with an AI computer? Ooh. Oh, now nice. 27 Topical. stars. How many are you going to give this one, Cooter? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, did this make me want to play it? Not really. Maybe if I had another friend or if like the wife was into games and she'd play, yeah. I, I wouldn't. It'd be fun There'd to be play. So but games you could play than this, though. I know. That's the thing. There's so many better versions of this. Plus, I'd probably just play the Division 2. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so watching this video did not make me want to play it. Although it did make me understand a little bit more what the series was about. Cause I, I'd heard of it, but knew nothing or never played any of them. Right. Right. But now I know just to avoid it. So story work for me. I mean, I've had enough of this PMC stuff. Like it seems like, I don't know. It just, it's generic. It's using the PMCs as an organization that can just do whatever they want. Yeah. All around the world. It's uh, it's a bummer, man. And uh, the idea that taking the military full private, I don't think that would ever happen. Mm. But who knows anymore? Yeah. Which America are you in? Yeah. I think everyone's making enough money by not having it private now or just doing private contractors. Yeah, but yeah. what do I know? So um, did the story work for me? I mean, I guess it did on a basic level. It moved forward. Uh, I didn't like how the only real like villain was Clyde, who just like went away for a while and then popped up, and that whole situation. I think we could have got better villains instead of just random throwaway enemies. It was just secrets and lies and espionage, and you were thrown in the middle. So we've heard it before, we've done it before, we've said it before. So the story didn't really work for me. What score would I give it? I mean, I'm gonna be a little bit more generous than Doctor Scientist, uh, but not that much more. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give it a four. Yep. Yep. I think there was enough in there to be captivating and to kind of string Wait, the places together. Captivating. Which, I mean, okay, yeah, I guess that's there's not enough the right to word. keep some attention on it to see what's going there, on. There's enough to explain why they are where they are. It's not like Call of Duty where they just pick the locations and then have a stupid special op story. Yeah, that just ba- barely ties the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, four. I'm just gonna go with four. Right. So how about you then? Sir Chompslap, man of the hour. Bring it on, bro. Did watching this video make you want to start an army of two? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did the story work for you? 
There it is. Or do you think they didn't think it through? Oh, okay. And what score out of 27 stars do you think it'd throw on this overturned pile of doo-doo? <laughs> he didn't even hear that. I know, but he's going to love it when he edits yeah. this. Um, <clears throat> would I play it? No. I mean, I played it once. I had a fun time doing it. I mean, just it's a shooter, cover-based shooter. Yeah. It was fine. Did the story work for me? I mean, basic level, I guess. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. two guys get into the fucking, we do the whole PMC thing again. And of course, there's someone trying to do something for money here. You know, that's that's all it ever is. Standard stuff, yeah. So yeah, it was boring and same old, same old. But I mean, it still was a story. And it was literally army of two. They take on an entire fucking Chinese army and the rest of their fucking PMC. So it didn't take itself too seriously, I didn't think. But, you know. When all said and done, out of 27 stars, I mean, I was going to give it a four, but I'll give it a one because I still had a five because I had one point worth of fun playing it when I played it. So six is what it gets. No, a five. Oh, okay. So it was going to give it a five. Well, somehow this game hobbled above a 10 and we got to an 11 here with the final score. Oh, snap. I knew I should have gave it a one. Uh, just to let you know where that company keeps its win back, Covert Operations got a 12. Yeah, this is slightly worse. Yeah. And then we all, we have to go all the way back to July of last year. 50 Cent Bulletproof got a 12. Yep. That wasn't too bad. And then Siphon Filter 3 and Just Cause both popped out a 10. Yeah, it's right in between Siphon Filter and 50 Cent. Yeah, makes sense. Sometimes I don't get the system, but I guess it works. No, this is. We're not supposed to understand it every time. <laughs> it's exactly We're right. We're not supposed to. But there you go. Final score, 11. And if no one else has anyone to say, anything else to say about this one, we can go ahead and move into our favorite segment every week, which is... Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon of the Week. Pokemon, Pokemon. Yeah. Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 1% guaranteed amazing Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he has never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist... What do you got for us? Well, I'm going to do my favorite ice type. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Ooh, like, I was, dude, I've been waiting for the ice type since we started. Like ice cream? Uh, there Big is an ice, ice cream Pokemon, here. but he's not my choice. Oh, sick. Uh, there are 58 ice Pokemon, which is the rarest type for Pokemon. Well, ice is hard to keep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine joke. <laughs> anyway, the Pokemon this week is Glalie. Oh, you're going to have to spell that one. G-L-A-L-I-E. I mean, for the fans. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it, I used it a lot in Gen 3. It was one of my final team Pokemon in that generation. It's just a great ice Pokemon. It's body is hard as rock. It looks like he's got a hockey mask on. Yeah, it kind of does. Looks like one of those fucking mad balls, Yeah, bro. it does. I thought about that when I, I picked it. I was like, oh, those mad balls are awesome. Then I looked at how expensive mad balls are now. Not too bad. Didn't they come out with a new mad balls? Maybe. Maybe I'm. They dig, so I have a couple of them. Do you? They were like sport related, though. I don't know which ones I have, but I think I have horror movie related ones. I'll have to check. That, that tracks. But yeah, get the Mad Ball Glalie. He's uh, pretty cool. Good ice Pokemon. I'm looking at Mad Balls. <laughs> yeah, we're both looking at Mad Balls. Moves, even though he's not dark type, but he's good. Fucking man, another, another fucking tall, 772 pounds. Yeah, it's a solid ball of ice. Jesus. It's a mega Glalie. The regular one's 560. Five pounds at four eleven. That's a dense motherfucker. Yeah, water's dense. Water is dense. You're right. You know, Doctor Scientist. That's sometimes scientist. you say things <laughs> blows my mind. 
Crazy. Pokemon this week, Glalie. Okay, Dr. Scientist wants to move on, so let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. This or that. You can go with this, or you can go with that. You can go with this, or you can go with that. What? Every week we ask Chomp Slap seven prompts, and he has to decide if it's one thing or another thing. He has to tell us he has to get seven out of seven, or he sucks. <laughs> this week, Sir Chomp Slap, the prompt is going to be one of two things. Those two things are either A, the name of a Taco Bell menu item. Oh, shit. Or B, an actual town in Southern California. Oh, I feel like I'm going to let you guys down on this one. Probably. This is a more Dr. Scientist-centric one. <laughs> sure. Taco Bell, California. Yes, and these are actual towns, real-life towns in California, and there, there's no both here. Okay, cool. So there's I no wouldn't Chalupa, be surprised California? If, there's no Chalupa, California, no. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, really. I mean, not that I know of. So, Sir Slap, are you ready for the first prompt? Let's bring it. Okay, here we go. Number one, Enchirito. Taco Bell. El Monte. California. Cerritos. California. Chalupa Baja. <laughs> Taco Bell. Chula Vista. California. Encitas. California. Escondido. California. Okay, so let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and run the numbers here. Let's see what we get. That's a funny sounding pen. Yeah. <laughs> Seven out of seven. Oh, so. Easy. <laughs> okay, you just—I was just gonna let it. You that <laughs> okay, yeah, you got seven out of seven. And Chiritos, a Taco Bell item. El Monte and Cerritos was our Southern California towns. Chalupa Baja is a Taco Bell menu item. Chula Vista, Escondito, and Encinitas. 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 There we go. Wow. It's a long day. doesn't matter how I pronounce words because Sir Chomslap got a seven out of seven. Thank you. Thank you. So I don't suck. Yes. Now, and you thought you were going to let us down. You got to go with your gut more I was often. scared. Well, you nailed it. If someone had uh, maybe a menu or that an old throwback menu from Taco Bell that they could send you, where would they email that to, Sir Chomslap? We'll send that to plottytime at gmail.com because I will print that out and put it on my fucking wall. Sounds awesome. There we go. Excellent. If they want to get to us faster on the socials with their homemade Taco Bell items, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Ply Tom on Instagram and threads and stop by the Reddit and post pictures of Taco Bell items you get, especially those dipping tacos. Give us some Taco Bell hacks that you guys order. Or any of those secret menu items that are so cool yeah. these days. We'll take them. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Or go to our store at PlyTime.com, which redirects you to our eBay store, which I swear is where you're supposed to go and buy stuff. <laughs> That about does it for us, so as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Ham Man, and the man in our hearts, Louise Guzman. Don't ever trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.